Hello, everybody, and welcome to the unofficial AGR podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing Nate Kirkpatrick, otherwise known as Deuce Jetson, and playing some songs. So stay tuned. If you have any ideas of stuff that we can do on the podcast, then please comment them below. And if you want to join the AGR podcast and be a guest on it, then please DM AGR Podcasts to get in. Sit back, man. Relax, man. Sit back, man. Your eyes are open, so never close them. You'll sail the ocean, finding where you should be. And if you're broken, you'll make your own thing. You'll make it so big for all the world to see. You'll make it so Drop this album. Let's push it back another week. I wanna be next up forever. Find a way to never hit my peak. I kinda wish I was still a virgin. Time to finally see what sex is like. I wanna be next up forever. Forever I'll be second in line. Someday they'll be talking about me. Right now they're just walking around me. My God, are you growing without me? Somebody help me. I'm not fucking 
was Next Up Forever by AJR, uh, and right now I am joined with Nate Kirkpatrick, otherwise known as Juice Jetson. For those who do not know, he is also JJ Kirkpatrick, the trumpet player's brother. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You know, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you being here, man. So I don't, I don't really think it's very fun to get right into the questioning, you know, the cold hard facts. So I think we're going to play a little bit of a game real quick. Okay. This is going to be the one minute question game i'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions that are very random and have no rhyme or reason and you're just gonna give me all the answers that you can oh boy okay (laughs) all right (laughs) all right so your minute starts now what is your spirit animal uh panther if you can jump on stage with any band or artist tomorrow who would it be ajr of course (laughs) Uh, any bands that you are a little embarrassed that you listen to? Um, any bands? Let's see. I was I was a really big uh, Carly Rae Jespin fan back in the day. I don't know why. I just really liked her. So. <laughs> um, what is one thing that you wish you had invented? Um, Snapchat. <laughs> uh, what is your Sunday afternoon guilty pleasure movie? Uh, oh boy. Uh, Devil, Devil Wears Prada. All right, 14 seconds left. Song you have on, most on repeat? Um, oh, boy. Let's see. <laughs> All right, just skip. Strangest Phobia. Strangest Phobia. Um, I, I get centipedes down at my place, and I'm, like, terrified of them. All right, well, that was one minute. So, um, so you have your own music band, right? It's Juice Jetson uh, is your stage name? Yeah, just, I mean, it's not, not a band. It's a solo artist. Solo artist, right, yeah. Um, how did you come up with the stage name Juice Jetson? Like, what was the inspiration for that? Well, I actually, I, I used to be Nate the Great was, was my, my name <laughs> a few years ago. But I, I there was, like... I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was really, really original enough. And like pretty much everyone named Nate ends up with the nickname Nate the Great. So I like yeah, something different. And then um, I was just like playing around with playing around with names. I really like really like Jetson because I like I don't know if you watch the cartoon, just like outer space. I just really like I just kind of like the imagery behind that. And then I just kind of like came up with Juice. And then you know I realized. Like the initials were were JJ, you know, like like my brother who's always like. <laughs> so it was kind of like a tribute to him because I started recording music because of him. I used to, I used oh, to really? take, his, yeah, I used to take his old MacBook computer and he had he had GarageBand on it and stuff, and I would just like take it and like record like record like little songs on it just through like the built-in like microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, so it was just kind of the the JJ part was yeah just kind of a tribute to to him. Cause, 
I wouldn't have been started doing music if it wasn't for him. Okay, so that's awesome. So you started music because of him. Uh, he was he always like a trumpet player, or did he do other music before? Yeah, you know, we actually, I actually used to play the trumpet too, and we. Um, oh wow. Yeah, he. I mean, he's two years older than me, but we both started at the age seven. Yeah, so he's he's always played the trumpet. I mean, the trumpet's like always been a part of his life. So he, yeah, so he didn't really he didn't play any other instruments you know he just just played trumpet and uh and how about you did you play any other instruments or did your like parents play any instruments yeah we we have a really really musical family our dad he plays i mean he sings he plays guitar he plays like percussion and drums and stuff so we we were we've been exposed to music like we were exposed to music like right away in our life it's just always been around yeah started off young Mm-hmm. So you guys, you and uh, JJ and even your parents, you guys like uh, practice together. You guys jam together. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. My mom doesn't doesn't really play. She has like a good musical ear, but she never never played an instrument. So. Oh, okay. And so with your music, it's more like uh, hip hop. I would say, like, how would you describe your music? Yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd say more more hip hop, like R and B kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. Because uh, what I find interesting about uh, you and JJ and uh, all everybody like in AJR is that you guys all have like a variety of uh, music tastes, a very like big genre. Like you guys like pretty much like everything. I feel like that's kind of how you have to be as a, as a musician. You kind of have to have an open mind and kind of respect all like different genres of music and like take what you can from it and you know kind of get inspired by it i feel like that's really important yeah otherwise you kind of fall into this like certain hole where you can't dig yourself into other places and you kind of just repeat yourself a lot yeah or you're just putting out stuff that's just the same sound you know over and over and over because i like always try to like branch out and like try try new stuff and i feel like that's you know pretty important and ajr you know they're they're really big on that which i really respect about them uh yeah speaking of ajr uh do you remember your first interaction with ajr like when you first met them uh was it like backstage or just like out to dinner you guys like something like that yeah well i met them at um for the first time at the the portland show i actually still i haven't met i haven't like formally met uh ryan yet but i met adam first i was at the portland show and they're like doing the sound check and stuff and then um like i just like walked off and he was like backstage and we you know we chatted for a minute really 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 nice guy took took a picture together and stuff and oh that's awesome um, yeah just really 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 nice guy (laughs) <laughs> and then um, I, I met Jack. <laughs> I met Jack for the first time, and I was wearing. I don't know if you saw my um my shirt that said A J J R. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember I was watching the uh, the AJR documentary, and I was like, "Whoa, that's such a cool shirt!" And I, I was actually gonna ask you about that and like <laughs> why you decided to do that because that's I found that really cool. Yeah, so I was wearing that shirt when I when I saw Jack backstage, and um, you know he he got a, definitely got a kick out of it. And he was he was really he was really nice about it too. The, the the funny thing is is like my my brother told me like when I was at the sound check, he told me not to wear the shirt to sound check because uh he thought it was just gonna like draw too much attention, which which it definitely would have. 
So I like I like wore something different, and then after um, after the sound check, I like changed into it. Yeah. So when I met Jack, we like pretty much talked about that, and then you know we we chatted it up for for a little bit. And that was pretty much it. He was they were busy and they had a lot going on, so I didn't didn't have a chance to you know hang out and talk to them too much. But yeah, I can imagine really nice guys, and it was cool to cool to finally get to meet them. Yeah, that's awesome. So with your shirt, uh, did anyone like recognize you as like as yourself or as JJ's brother or did anybody say anything about the shirt like after the show? Oh my God, it was, it was ridiculous because, <laughs> because he like pointed me out like um, like you saw in the documentary. So for, for the people that didn't, you know, that didn't see it, he, um, Jack was talking and then they were shouting out JJ just that he was in his uh, hometown and stuff. And then he was like, your brother's here too, isn't he? And then um, <laughs> Ezra, the light guy, I don't know how he knew where I was. <laughs> right after he said that, he the lights went directly on me. The, the, I, I did see something and I think I need JJ's help for this, by the way. By the way, guys, JJ is native to Portland. This is his hometown. If I'm not mistaken, that's your, is that your brother? And he's like, oh, there he is up there. And, he, and then I'm like up there, like, you know, going crazy, of course. <laughs> Jumping up and down with, with, with the lights on me. And like the whole crowd, like, turns around and, and looks at me. And it says, AJJR. Yes. Yeah, and then like, I don't know if you see, he decided to make his own merch. <laughs> Honestly, if that was made into merch, I would totally buy that. Like, not even kidding. Yeah, and then, um, and then Jack was like, yeah, it's pretty cool, but uh, it doesn't have my face on it, though, so I don't know. <laughs> my face isn't on there, so that's, that's already a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, it has two J's, so it could be Adam, Jack, Jack, Ryan, so. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's, that's, that's how I look at it, too. <laughs> But I had, yeah, yeah. But what I was saying is, after that, like when I was walking like backstage, I had to go like against the grain. Like everybody was walking one direction, you had to walk like the other way, like to get past them. And just yeah. like everybody like recognized me and stuff, and like people were, like stopping it like to take pictures with me. It was actually like crazy. I felt like a celebrity. Um. Okay. So going off the the AJR documentary, another thing that I saw in the AJR documentary was that JJ was talking about how one time I believe he was put into summer school and he had trumpet lessons after school, and he uh, told a story of how he had to hide his trumpet. Uh, during summer school like hit it behind a trash can like, really and halfway through class like the principal of um, The summer school comes in it's like JJ I want to talk to you in my office and I go into his office and he like holds up my trumpet He's like what is this man? Like what do you do you know you left this? And I'm like, yeah, you should be proud of this like wow. this is the thing that's gonna make you cool like no everybody else shit. here is lame you, like this is what is gonna be wow It's gonna make you cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know he actually he wasn't like wasn't like kind of proud of it and like back then you know like middle school and high school kids like they're so mean and like of course the kids in the band aren't aren't usually like the, the cool kids yeah so i don't know he just never liked to really tell people that that he played music and never really wanted to show it off and he was like i mean he'll tell you this himself he was like kind of kind of in a way like embarrassed of it which is like sad to think about you know but he's still like so like stuck with it and now like now he's like the, the coolest guy in the world you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure but yeah he definitely definitely had a lot of that where he didn't want people to know he he was a musician because he didn't he didn't think it was quote-unquote cool you know yeah. yeah i find that really uh sad like especially for for anyone that has any sort of talent in middle school or high school and especially high school people just don't like 
people with talent for some reason. They just find anybody that are better than them threatening, and they just want to like bring them down to their own level. Yeah, yeah. And he also had a lot of issues because he was actually a, a really good, or is, you know, he's a, a really good athlete, and he always played played sports. But he had sports and music kind of like had a lot of conflicts. There's a lot of times like on Saturdays he he would would like supposed to have a football game, and then, but he'd have to go to like music, do like you know go to band or go to a rehearsal or something. Instead. Yeah. My parents would always make him choose like music. Like music would always be a priority over like you know football or, or sports or whatever. And as a kid, you know he hated that because he kind of like preferred to be doing sports. Oh. You know, that was, that was the cool cool thing to do. So he had a lot of issues issues with that too. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised uh, by that because like most of the people I talk to or most of the parents I talk to about their kids or anything like that, a lot of the time they always like try to focus on uh, sports and uh, their kids being athletic and stuff. So I'm surprised they uh, that your parents mainly focused on uh, the music side of it. Yeah, me too, actually, because we just like we have a really musical family. We have a really athletic family, too. Like my dad, he played. I mean, he was all American for football in high school. And then he played college football at Purdue. And our our older brother Tony, uh, we have uh, different moms, but the same dad. He um, he played football at Washington for the Washington Huskies. So yeah, that's 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 true. You know, we were always like encouraged to do sports, but I think just for him, like my parents were able to see more potential in his music than in sports, especially football. Yeah, especially football. And then JJ, he'll tell you himself, like if it wasn't for my mom, you know, making, he'll use the word forcing him <laughs> to go to, go to trumpet lessons and stuff like that. He would, he wouldn't be where he is today. <laughs> yeah. Get in the car. Let's go. We're going to trumpet. Yeah. So there was one time like, cause he would, he would fight them about, you know, going to rehearsal sometimes. Um, one time he was supposed to have a basketball game and <laughs> my mom just didn't want to fight with him. So she like <laughs> let him get in his basketball uniform. <laughs> and taking him to the game. She took him to his... <laughs> He snuck his trumpet in the back and took him to his trumpet lesson. He, That's sneaky. That's smart. <laughs> he came home and he was so pissed. <laughs> I'll never forget that. That was oh, it's so That's... funny. To <laughs> um, so with your like dad being so musical, uh, was he ever like in a band or anything like that? Uh, yeah, he's currently in a band. He um, oh. he plays uh, percussion and drums right now in a band and they do like a lot of like Afro-Cuban stuff. They're it's not like they're they're traveling doing tours or anything like that, but um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they they do some some local gigs uh sometimes and they they actually have a pretty pretty talented group. They have another percussionist who is actually me and JJ's uh Spanish teacher uh <laughs> in middle school and he's he's super talented and they have they have some pretty cool stuff that they do. Well, that's really interesting, especially with the the Spanish teacher joining in. <laughs> yeah, right. Where do you hope your music career like takes you, like as Juice Jetson? I know I kind of have. So my career, I, I actually I work at the juvenile detention here in Portland. So that's just that's I went to school for criminal justice. That's like what I have my degree in. So like I consider like that my career, and I my music for me is more like like a hobby. Yeah, it's more something I do do for fun, and it's not really like it's not like I'm like sitting here like dependent on like it, it blowing up and like that being my career. As like as as cool as that would be, I'd say it's more yeah, it's more like a hobby for me at 
this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I still, you know, still take it serious. Like, I've been trying to do some, like, studio time for people where they, like, you know, they'll, like, pay me to, like, mix their songs for them and stuff. So, as of now, you know, it's it's more just, like, kind of just, just a hobby for me. Do you have any other, like, particular hobbies that you find as fun as, or maybe even more fun as music? No. Music's, like, that's, like, just my number one. Like, even, I have just so much so much music that I've just made that I've just never put out, you know, but I just fills a void in my life trying to record stuff and, and make songs. It's just like really important to me. For those who have not like had a chance to listen to your music, what song would you like ask them to listen to if you, if you wanted them to like get into it? Yeah, I have a song. I have a song called Genie that I made probably about a year old now. When I put that song out, I feel like I got like the most most positive, positive feedback, feedback from it. Yeah. I've been meaning to do like a music video for it or something just to kind of kind of get it out there more. Any ideas on like what you think that would be? the music video not really to be completely honest i've been i've been back and forth on on ideas yeah but i'd say that and that's that's also like one of my favorite songs too and it, it's like really um personal to me because it was i actually i got d divorced i don't know i just can kind of like feel like my pain and like my emotion like in that song so like it just like kind of really means a lot to me so that's that's definitely definitely always been Probably my favorite song of mine. Well, uh, I'm really sorry about that. Oh, no, it's okay. It was, you know, it's it's life, and I'm, I have, you know, a lot of support and people that like help me get through it, you know. So I'm I'm doing good. Yeah, it's good, especially because like you can use music as like a a way to cope with that. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I do. It's a really important uh, support piece for me. And for anybody listening, if you guys want to go check him out, go down in the description and uh, click on his channel. Listen to all his music. He's actually a really good uh, musician. So besides JJ, because of course he's your brother, who would you consider like your favorite person of the band to be? Or like... The person you like connected most most with that's a, that's a good question yeah like i said i really i really liked adam he was just a really nice guy we had a quick talk a lot of my um my family came to the show i have like little little cousins and stuff and he was really nice to everybody he was really nice to my mom and and he was like you know taking pictures with everybody and we were we were all taking a family picture and he came over and was um you know offered to be the one to take the photo for us and stuff and it was just just like a really like really friendly guy. I just feel like he just has like a, a good good like vibe about him. Yeah, he sounds he sounds really nice, and he seems really nice, especially with how much like how big they are on politics and stuff. Because a lot of bands try not to get into that, so they don't like lose followers. But what I found with AGR is like they just really don't give a crap, and they just will do whatever they want to push their views and how they think the world should be like become a better place. I mean, like the AJR fandom is like the most loyal fan base I've ever seen in my life. I don't think they could like do anything to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think we're probably about wrapping it up. Uh, I want to ask you like two more questions. These are questions from some AJR fans that want to ask you a couple questions. Uh, first off, from Handle Life Gives You Lemons. Uh, question is. What was your brother's process in becoming a part of uh, the band? That's a good question. So he he wasn't doing what he's doing now, but he was still doing like little gigs, you know, some jazz stuff. But he wasn't wasn't doing anything. I don't think he was all like that fired up about. Actually, his one of his best friends, Jake, who lives who lives in New York, is um, friends with Adam, and um, Jake actually referred Adam to to JJ. So they they reached out to him and asked him uh, to come on tour with him with them and I I hadn't even 
I honestly hadn't even heard of AJR. I hadn't heard any of their songs or anything like that. So when he told me, he's like, I'm touring with, with this new band, AJR, I, I just assumed it was like some little, some like little jazz band or something. <laughs> he, I really checked them out and saw like how big and, and popular they were. And I just was like, wow, this is going to be a huge opportunity for him. So like what album did he start playing with them? Like, was it during the click? Because I, I remember seeing him in uh, Role Models. Yeah, so he started on the on the Click tour. So that was about a year ago, last last March. Oh, okay. Second question. This is from Potato Lord. Which AGR song do you connect with most and why? I've always liked 100 Bad Days. Just because, like, my brother, he was he was here in town and he actually, he actually showed me that song, like, way, like, months and months before uh, it actually came out. That was one of the... The first songs I feel like where he had he had like a, a really a really big like trumpet monumental part yeah yeah just thank you that's a great way to say it <laughs> he had like a monumental part and I I didn't see it coming at all I actually recorded a video of it it's pretty funny. just like casually like sits down like yeah here's this new song like we're, we're putting out and then like it just like blew me away when like the the trumpet comes in at the end like <laughs> just like just like hearing that for the first time it w was just like insane and i just knew like how it was gonna blow up and how like just how everybody was gonna love it and that's like exactly what happened i remember listening to that song and at first i was like this is a very strange thing for agr but I soon realized that, of course, it was going to be the beginning of like their entire sound of their new album. And then as soon as it got to the screw your thing, it goes like this, that that drop. And I heard that I specifically actually heard the trumpet and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It like blew my mind. And the, the cool part, like the story behind it is they just like sent him like a little vocal clip. I think uh, Ryan was just singing like the little... Um, you know just like yeah, yeah. a little, like, little clip of what they wanted and i guess like 15 20 minutes later he laid down like just like a bunch of tracks and just like killed it you know and like just immediately sent it sent it right back to them so i, I just like imagine like what their reaction was to it like when they got that back it was just <laughs> probably just like blew them away all right well uh thank you so much for joining me on this if you guys want to check out him and his music the link will be in the description and i'm also going to play his song genie right now other than that thank you guys so much for joining me and i'll see you on the next podcast mm -hmm.